Hey, this is Jimmy and Annette, and we are excited to be with you today. Oh, and Mr. Chevy is also with us. Uh, Annette, tell us where Mr. Chevy is. Uh, He's laying down on my lap very quietly. He's like not moving. He's so excited. Because we've missed last week. I know. He's so excited. He's, he look depressed. at him. He's completely, look at he him. He's depressed. He's he like, where gone. have they been? He where are they literally gone. He's laying across your lap like a blanket. It's cute. That's Chevy. He I saw know. us getting ready for the show and he's like, yay, we're back. I, he, he literally gets excited. I've never <laughs> seen a dog get excited like this. He gets excited and then he crawls up in your lap and goes to sleep. Yep. Yeah, he's like best okay, dog I'm ever. Best by the way, yes, I would definitely recommend to have a Sean. Yeah. And we are puppy sitting Gracie for our daughter and new new son-in-law. Right now. She's outside having a moment. I she's, hope she's okay because we can't see her. No, I'm, she's she's shaking over in the corner of the yard because she's she waiting. Gets traumatized because her mom is out of town and she has anxiety. She has a separation anxiety. She's very neurotic. We have a neurotic grand dog. We do. I know. Grand puppy. She's strange. She's very strange. <laughs> so anyway, she's out there having a moment. I had to so cover. Tina came over this morning because we walked. Right. We. I, I had her how, walk how, up the hill. Okay. I need to know okay. how far did y'all walk? All right. We we did four miles. Wow. But we didn't go all the way up the hill. We went almost. Y'all next, she said are, next next time we're going all the way up. Y'all are was, freaking machines. Well, I was trying to give her a you know get used to this a little first. taste. She did wonderful. You would think that she's been doing this the whole time. Of course, I talked. So much. I'm out of breath as I'm talking. And her legs are twice as long as you Yes. Are. So and I, I told one her. One stride to your two. Next I think. time we walk, which is Wednesday, she's talking the whole time because I need, <laughs> it's to, her turn. I need to have breath. Um, but we did. We walked all morning. Then we came, she came in and she goes, Do you always cover your couch with blankets oh, every day? Blankets, I said, No. Blankets it's everywhere. It's because Gracie's here, new couch, leather, and it scratches easily, which we. Bought it on purpose to do that, but we don't want it. Right, it's a leather, it's that bomber look. So yeah. scratches are like whatever. Yeah. But with her claws and her, you oh add yeah. two dogs oh on gosh, it, it gets crazy. bad. So we have to cover yeah, it. Yeah, so kind of funny. looks ghetto right now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> blankets of all kinds is covering. Yes, I know. That's our I know. Life. We're puppy sitting, so yes. that's what happens. Our little grand puppy. Well, welcome to the show. This is Jimmy Nanette, and we are living up in a down world. And uh, what a world, what a world. What a world. As the Wicked we live Witch in. of the West said, Remember, what a world, what a world. Is that what, what she world. said? Yeah, it was when she yeah, got melted. Remember. Oh. Honey, remember your childhood trauma? <laughs> no, you had that, childhood No, that show traumatized a whole generation with the Wicked Witch <laughs> of the West. She was scary. She was scary. Freaky. Yes. I mean, that lady. I would not want to be known as the Wicked Witch and of the she West. She was forever from Wizard of Oz. cast yes. as that. How horrible is that? What a world, what a world. As she melted. Yeah. Creepy, creepy. That's how I feel when I get rained on. I'm getting triggered right now. I'm melting. I'm triggered. Okay, let's let's (laughs) move on. (laughs) What were we talking about? Oh, the world. We're living up in a down world. And for you who are listening and joining us, thanks for being with us. We're so excited that you're here because, first of all, we do this because we love you. We do this because we care. Even if we don't know you, we love you because God's put a love in our heart for the world. And so we're looking at, you know, any kind of avenue to get good news out there in the exactly. middle of a down world. Exactly. So that's what it's about. But just so you know, we're also talking about our own pain. 
our own traumas, our own victories, our own victories. I mean, our but God moments and our fully human moments. Right. And uh, I love what Pastor Robert Morris from Gateway Church he says: we're divinely human. Yes. We're both. We we have. If you have Jesus in you, you're boom, divinely here it human. Is. Yes. Yeah. Because Boom. we have the divine in us, but we're also human, and exactly. we're going to have human moments. Exactly. Chevy's sure. having a fully dog moment right <laughs> now as he is crashed. You know, all dogs do go to heaven. I do I believe, believe that. Now, I believe all I animals go to heaven. Because why would God create animals and then say, well, they're only for earth, but when you get to heaven... You can only, only your dog or cat. We just settled this issue right now for anybody who's wondering what the Bible says. The Bible talks about, when it talks about heaven, it talks about the lion shall lay down with the lamb. There is indications all through the scripture that Mm -hmm. there are animals in heaven, especially ours. (laughs) And we'll be able to to relate, have relationship with all the animals, and we won't have fear like exactly. we do with the snake. They're God's like creation. While I was walking, and I told Tina. Oh yeah, we got snakes. If, big the time only out reason here. why I said this to her, she she laughed. I said, "When we walk, I don't like to walk by myself because if there's a snake, I need someone to jump up on. So I will be jumping in your arms, and you will be doing weightlifting. Brace yourself, incoming. If I see a snake, because I have, I've walked yeah. over a coral snake. Yeah, we have before. coral snakes out here. We and have rattlesnakes, and all kinds of. You but you know, know what? Not poisonous. But snakes. I believe. Honestly, we won't be fearful when we no. see them in heaven, but I believe they'll be there. When the Bible says this, that in heaven the lion will lay down with the lamb, mm-hmm. what does it say? Predator, exactly. you know, and victim. And yes. no, no way. They're, they're, they're going to be in harmony, and that's the beauty the of it. The thought that. of it makes me cringe right now because what? I'm snakes. terrified of snakes. <laughs> but I just it's it's I from believe the it'll just all be lifted. That's totally from the garden. That was not sure. planned, what we said. Just totally <laughs> unscripted. Life unscripted. Which this we is do very anyway. much unscripted. We do have a list, Adam Curry. We yes. like our list, especially well, in that. Do. Now I can I, no, you like. Well, I like you doing the list, and then I'll add to the it work. last minute. I'm doing the work, I'm no. doing a lot of the work. So anyway, that's what a producer does, <laughs> right? So I'm producing your show. So let's talk Name about why that. we didn't have a podcast last week. Right. So we did miss. We skipped, but it was for a good reason. We needed. Well, we planned for a solid year for a trip to go to Nashville to the K-Love Fan Awards experience. I mean, it was a it's full not just, weekend experience. When people think of that, they just think of the awards show. show. It is a whole weekend of events from Friday evening to, to, to Sunday evening. And I have to say, of all the trips we've taken, we've been to Paris, London, we've been to Dublin, we've been to Belfast, been to, I've been to Guatemala, been to I've been many everywhere. ministry events. But I will this say, is the best. this was my favorite. Mine too. And you know, it's interesting because I looked at the agenda for the whole weekend, you know, because they posted, they constantly posted extra right. items on there and, and, and people that would be presenting or people that would be um, giving a concert. And so I constantly looked at it over the, over the year that we planned this to kind of get an idea of what would happen. I had no idea, no idea that I would come back spiritually refreshed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Every time we take a vacation, I come back and I need a vacation (laughs) for my my vacation. Yeah. Most This time I was so refreshed. I feel like I could run a marathon right now. It's that. You almost well, I, did this morning. Well, so. I almost did. But it was that good. That we, And I was so glad you brought it up at church yesterday. Many people 
ended up signing up to, to go to K-Love yeah, next so just, year. Let me give a little overview for those who don't know. So what this is, this is a, K-Love is, is like the number one Christian uh, contemporary music and worship radio station in America, probably the world. And they're huge. I mean, it's a huge thing. But through the years, wherever we've lived, you've been able to access it. I mean, we can get it from Kerrville over here. We get another station, maybe out San of San Antonio. Antonio. Mm-hmm. Or you can just stream it online, which is what everybody's doing now today anyway. For Broadcast music, seems yes. to be going out. out. But, but it's the same. You, there's an app, and you can stream it right into your car and or wherever. And so um, it's it had a huge... What I love about this station, it's not just a radio station. They're a ministry. They're they have so, pastors on yeah, they staff. They actually have pastors on staff. 24 hours yeah, a day. 24-7. You can call in and talk to a pastor. Yes. Uh, I think it's a remarkable ministry, and, and we talked about personally supporting it and yes. starting to just yes. from a personal... You know, we we want to we always want to give into things where we see massive fruit happening, yes, and we absolutely. got to witness it firsthand. Mm-hmm. So they do this thing every year. This was the tenth, tenth year, year that they did it. I'm sure they skipped COVID year, but just the tenth year, tenth anniversary of what they call the K Land K Love Fan Music Awards, and it's a big show uh, at the Grand Ole Opry, which was very cool to be at. Very cool. Four thousand people, packed house. I mean, it's sold out. It sells out every year. And it's just this amazing weekend of connecting with beautiful people. Um, man, I had some really profound you did. spiritual Amazing moments. how many single women came to this three-day event by themselves. I know, because they're so ministered to by the the radio station mm-hmm. that they were like, well, we want to be a part of this. Yes. So, so we met lots of people Uh I didn't meet any dudes that were there by themselves, but it seems like we were everywhere we sat, there would be a lady by herself. By herself. And so normally... Some of the people with us yeah. would connect with her, and then she would connect them with what us. What was cool about this, I mean, there's so many good things to talk about, but one of the things that really made my heart... Man, I'm almost emotional talking about it because it was so beautiful. So every time we sat down you know, for another presentation, and, and we'll talk a little bit about what the different things they did... I would just turn her or the person sitting next to me who's a complete stranger from mm-hmm. somewhere else in America right. would turn and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. What's your name and where are you from? And, and Or I would do that to somebody sitting beside me on mm-hmm. the other side. And because it was full, you're always sitting by people. And so it was... You were just meeting brothers and sisters in Christ. It's the family. Family, family Spiritual of God. family. Who, who have... I mean, we may have differences in the things that we prefer yeah, or things yeah. that we do on a, a you know a, a regular basis, but sure. the one thing that we have in common is Jesus Christ, period. That's spiritual family. That is spiritual family. And so we met so many different people. I, one incident, I have to tell you, this lady, uh, Annette, was talking to some friends of ours, Christy Clocker and Cheryl Brown. Cheryl's from Corpus Christi. And Christy used to be a part of our church, very involved. She's, she's still, the one who she's told still us family. that we needed to she's go. She's totally family to us. Yes. But her and her husband, they moved to, to another area of Texas out in the country over kind of by uh, north of Conroe, okay. that area. They're still part of our family. Oh, they're though. totally part of our family. So they went. she went last year, and she was so blown away. She said, Jimmy and Annette, you guys have got to go. As much as you love music, yeah, this is you. This is you. You've got to go. And I <laughs> so signed we up did. that day. A year ago, we signed up. Yes. We started making... And we saved for this. We, yeah. we put money back. And so we, we went to this big event, and it was so beautiful. So they're talking to Christy, or Annette's talking to Christy and Cheryl. So there's a chair, 
and then another lady sitting there. And it was on Sunday morning, and Chris Tomlin was oh going to be leading gosh. worship. Chris Tomlin cool leading that, worship Chris was Tomlin phenomenal. Chris Tomlin with his band leading your worship service. And so, I kept pinching myself going, is this, <laughs> is this real? <laughs> this is so, very surreal. And for those of you who are not involved in the Christian world, just know, you know there's a culture. I mean, it's, it's like anything. Everybody has a culture. And so our culture is this. God reached me through music was one of the big avenues in which God and myself. reached me, nurtured me, taught me to this day. I play almost every Sunday on our worship team because... I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And so even though I'm a lead pastor and I preach, you're I'm also still the, lead guitarist. the lead guitar player because it's in me. God put that in me at an early age. And so God used music to touch me. So to go to something like this, it's just like I'm a kid in a candy store. And you were too. I we felt, both were. I, I felt like that. So I'm sitting there. There's a, a space between me and this lady. And I just, I, I see her and, and she's, you know, kind of to herself. And I just say, hey, my name's Jimmy. Where are you from? And she told me her name. She's from Detroit. And I said, so are you here with anyone? She said, no, I'm by myself. I said, you came here by yourself from Detroit? It's amazing. And she said, yeah. She said, I, I said, well, how are you enjoying it? She goes, best thing I've ever done. And so I said, us too. We were just talking about it. Another lady walks up and says, hey, is somebody she had met the day before? Yes. And another lady that had nobody with her and... They stood up and gave each other a hug, and I said, well, what about my hug? And the, and the lady hugged me, and then we introduced ourselves to each other. And, you know, that's the, the beauty of the body of Christ right. is you can meet people from other places, and you already know your family. Yes. And we're going to see each other. I don't know how heaven works exactly, but I know Yes. We may never see them again in this lifetime. But we will see we them We will again. see them again. And know that we know them. Yeah. Well, hopefully. another beautiful thing happened. Her friend, another person, came up and sat down with her, mm-hmm. and she was from a nut. She was from Louisiana, and so they're sitting there talking. And she introduces her to me, and then she says, "So, what do you do?" I said, "Well, I'm, I'm a pastor in Fredericksburg, Texas." And then the lady from Louisiana said, "Fredericksburg, we know Fred. I know Fredericksburg. We're coming to your church." <laughs> and, and then as we were talking, they they wrote down the name of the church, our podcast, and they were like, "We're going to listen." So, for you precious ladies, if you're listening to the podcast, just know you're you're seen, you're heard, you're known, and you're loved. And it, and and it such impacted a you. It really impacted really did, you deeply. You just kept saying, "Gosh, look at these this spiritual family that we're meeting, of people that live, you know, in many other other states, many many miles away, and yet they're family." And they you came, were so we blown all, away. I was, I was very you emotional. Were very emotional. I cried. And then we sit down at I the awards, right and one of the ladies because they assign our seating. When you sign up, which was a year ago. Oh, right, and right. What are the chances that one of those ladies that you met, one that of the I met, I talked to, was precious older lady sitting next to us? And she said, We all just laughed. I said, We know you. And she said, <laughs> she Oh my like, gosh. Oh my gosh. And so we sat down and so we enjoyed the show together. But that's the power of spiritual family. Yes. You know, I mean, one of the things that that people in the world, and even before I was a Christian, I longed to connect. I mean, God, whether you know this or not, even if you're not a, a follower of Jesus, just so you know this, you have been wired to connect. Yes. You were designed for we're relationship. We're designed for a relationship. You're designed for community. With God and with people. Exactly. Community. Mm-hmm. Common unity. That's what community is. 
And so when you come into an environment like that where, oh gosh, and then standing outside the Grand Ole Opry while we're waiting for the show, there's this big, huge line and all the artists are showing up. People it's are cheering. red carpet. It's a red carpet moment. We didn't go up to it. I was like, eh, I'm good. Uh, yeah. So we stood back from that and enjoyed the weather. It was a beautiful evening and tons of people. And then we just started another conversation with another family. And it was just... You never felt alone. Right. You never felt like you didn't belong. Right. Because it was people from all walks of life. We saw, and and I mean this in the right kind of way, we saw people that were physically impaired Mm -hmm. or even mentally challenged and people that were obviously hurting all there enjoying the music and celebrating in the presence beautiful. of God. But then we saw people that were from upper echelons of society. And, you, you could tell. And all together in this place, the ground is level. The ground is level. You're going to cry, aren't I you? Mean, yeah. It's Just true. Think, it's because it's beautiful. That's, that's what heaven is. We all, we're, we're, we're all, we're, none of us are like another we're all unique. He was, makes us. Was, we're masterpieces. Oh, come on. We're now. masterpieces. And we're uniquely made and formed. Yeah. And we, we're all different with all different characteristics. But the one thing we have in common is love. And it's God love, is love. It's Jesus. It's, You're it's, crying. I'm crying. I know. Oh it's just, gosh. <laughs> it was really impactful. It was. Which why which is why we were telling everybody yesterday they've got to go they've got to <laughs> go did, from the pulpit I didn't say that I was just told a but story but I did after you told the I story told the story about community because yes. about the power of community and actually it was an audible because I actually planned to preach something else and I just on Saturday I felt like God called an audible in my heart and well, so I fresh. went with, I went with the audible yes <laughs> instead of the series because series is great you know what but but life happens and you, you need to direct well that's being be directed by the Holy Spirit exactly. And uh, but anyway, uh, you know, back to this idea of community is we are hardwired. We're created to connect. Yes. Connection is protection. And so it's when why we're, when we're separated from people, like we were oh, at COVID, COVID did it did such, such a number damage. on us. Oh my goodness, so much damage. I mean, COVID. Faith. Okay, our daughter Faith. Um, she has, well, she had a therapist tell her or a counselor at one point tell her she was autistic. We you have just figured say out she's hyper introverted. Yes, um, that's another way. We to figured say. out later that she's probably not, but yeah. um, but she is hyper hyper introverted. But during COVID, when typically someone like her would be like, "Yes, I don't have to deal with people." She went nuts. I was surprised. She was like, I'm moving to Nashville. I said, what? I know. (laughs) I'm going to go move with our family there because I need, I need. She needed a connection. We live out in the country, so there was no We were like, what? Yeah. Okay, if that's what you need. Hardwired for connection. Even though she's an introvert, she needs people. She needs people. And we all need people. so do you. If you're watching or listening to this right now. The bottom line is you need to connect. Yes. God creates this incredible community called the body of Christ. Now, albeit people get hurt in the body of Christ, yes. because anywhere there's people, we bring our, I'm going to say it because this is what we are, we bring our crap to the table. That's true. We have our baggage. brokenness. Right. Uh, we are Mr. and Ms. Dumpty. <laughs> and so we bring our broken shards into a place. And so dysfunctional plus dysfunctional never equals functional, right? So within a church community or a Christian community, there's always going to be things that don't work right. 
There's going to be hurt. There's going to be damage. Hurt people hurt people. Broken right. people break people. Traumatized people sometimes beget trauma. And right. so, but God is the ultimate healer there of it is. all of that. So what I wanted to healer. say about that, though, is that you put all that together, mm-hmm. you can't expect perfection. Exactly. You can't expect this blissful, oh, I'm going to go to church where everybody's got it right. together. Because no, we're all we're, in process. We're going to church because we don't have it together. Exactly. But we're all and, in process of being healed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And God, sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. Yeah. But we're all together in one place yeah. going through the process. Exactly. So we... we translate that understanding into this trip that we went on where we're in a, in a group of Christians bringing all their brokenness. I call it Samsonite. They're bringing all their luggage, all their baggage into this one place and allowing music, allowing the power of music and artistry to lift that load, exactly. to lift it off. And we, I watched it right. The whole experience, I was watching God lift pain, trauma, Damage. Well, I think what was interesting, the songwriters uh, part of... Tell about that. That was amazing. What was it called? Songwriters Uh, Round. Round. This is a Nashville thing. Um, Bluebird Cafe started this years ago. Yes, and they do this at the K-Love Awards on... I think they did it on Saturday afternoon and Saturday evening, where the artist would... They would put three or four artists on the stage. They would have either... If they play guitar, they would have their guitar with them. If they... Um, had if they didn't play an instrument, they would have someone have an instrument that played with them. They would talk about their song, how they wrote it, how it came about, um, the season they were in, and then they would sing the song. So we, we heard at least 30 artists, if not more. I think it was more between 30 and 40 artists over the three, four-day oh, period. Easily, yeah. That it was, that was, I, I, I can't even describe those sessions of what we heard on Saturday afternoon and Saturday night, what that did to my heart, it made me appreciate the song so much more than just hearing them on the radio. Now I have context. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Now when I hear it, I'm going to cry again. (laughs) I almost have this visceral reaction because I feel what the artist felt when they were writing this song, when it hit them. Yeah. There is something special about that that you can't... If when you're hearing something on the radio, you're just hearing it on the radio. No context. When you go on... When you hear it... When you when they go on tour and you attend, they have a chance to tell you. Yeah. But coming to this, they really can expand it because they're, they're, they're talking about that one song and singing that, but they have the time and energy to really expand on it. Ah was so moved. I think I was in tears. Oh, I, I, I told Jimmy, this is I was dehydrated. The most I cried so much. Spiritual um, event I've ever been to, and yet this was an award show. But it was so I, I it just I can't even describe it. Which is why we've already signed up for next year. Oh, we registered immediately, immediately for the next show. I was like, I can't. We, we have to. Because music is so powerful for us, um, it ministers to us in yes. places. You know, you you hear truth differently through music than you do through spoken. They're both valid and both needed. Or what you read, yes, you know, or a podcast you listen to, or whatever. Music touches a different place. It 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 
impacts and activates different parts of your brain and your mind. I mean, even from a physiological standpoint yes. and a psychological standpoint. So I love every avenue of getting truth that God wants to give us. Well, and what I thought was interesting is all the songs that these artists were talking about, Lauren Daigle, um, Stephen Curtis Chapman, oh, let's start naming. Um, Rachel Lampa. Rachel Lampa, Tasha Layton. Brandon Heaton, Brandon Heath. Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake. Um, um, you name it, Cody Carnes. Michael Cochran. Oh, Cochran and Company. One of my favorites. Yeah. What I loved about what they were talking about is most of the new songs that we're hearing today came out of the pandemic. The yeah, pain exactly. that they experienced through the pandemic. Yep. Because we think, we look at these artists, we look at preachers, we look at people that are in the spotlight and think, oh, they don't have a problem in the world because they have all this money or they have all this, fame. you know, fame. No. Um, they, the artists, when they write these songs, they write out of what's happening in their life. Exactly. Um, or they, if they're not writing, when some, a songwriter is writing a song for them to listen to, they, they can say, nope, that doesn't register yeah, with me. Yeah, that doesn't, that's not me. I don't connect with it. Yes, and they, uh, what I love is they look for songs that they can connect to because mm-hmm. it's when they sing it with their emotion, when they feel it, that's when we example? feel it. Yes. Brandon Lake. Uh, oh, my gosh, Gratitude. <gasps> so there's a great song that Brandon Lake uh, wrote. He wrote it actually in Sydney, Australia, right outside the massive amphitheater that's very famous, you know, on the on the bay. And he wrote it, and it's called the song is called Gratitude. And he wrote the song, and he even thought to himself, you know, when you're compiling songs for an album project, sometimes you think, you know, gosh, this feels like a hit, or this feels like this isn't going to get traction. And then sometimes you go. This may not. And he, and he wrote Gratitude sitting there and didn't feel like this was going to get traction. So they cut the song in the studio and he got it back and he was listening to it and he was like, nope. this does not connect at all. Which is crazy. It, well, because it's too clean. It's too perfected. He sent it back. They did four iterations of that mm-hmm. song. And finally, Brandon said, you know what? None of this is touching me. He said, I'm going to get on a stage I'm gonna have a crack because it'd be during a service. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a band. I'm gonna do it live, and I'm gonna sing my. I'm just heart gonna out. sing it with an acoustic I'm just guitar. Go with it, and so he gets on the stage, and so the the version you hear on the radio that ended up making it was the live version that he cut, doing it in real time from his heart. Very few edits, just straight up, throw up some microphones and record, and that's the one that became song of the year he's artist of the year he had three different categories mm-hmm. maybe worship artist of yeah, the year it was worship, worship song worship song of the year yep. anyway he won three different categories and it's the first time he's ever won anything and he's just like so blown away and he said he has gratitude which i love he told the story he said this wasn't even we didn't even know if this would make the album which is <laughs> and crazy. it becomes the number one and now one it's given him the desire to just to look for more songs yeah, like that yeah. that will minister to the hearts of Powerful. people and Powerful. connect them to God. That's the whole point of Christian music is to connect us with God. It's That's not it. so we it. can feel good because we like the tune. Right. It's so we can connect with God. Therefore, we can connect with people. I'm and looking so, at a oh. picture here. I just pull up my pictures because mm-hmm. I took a billion pictures. That's me. 
Brandon Heath, Brad Breams, I think his name, Rachel Lampa, Cody Carnes, and then a group called Consumed by Fire. Oh, they and were amazing. All on the stage together, and each of them doing this writer's round and telling stories about the songs. Mm-hmm. They had three of those sections. Yes. This was the emerging artists, which are, some of them are already been established, so it was kind of a weird category. But, and then, but it was so casual. They're sitting on stools with a guitar or a keyboard. And you know what happened to me during that time? Talk to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 They, most of them had acoustic guitars because most of them played the acoustic guitar. And I felt like the Lord, the Lord reminded me of when you would play your acoustic guitar and we would sit in the living room, we would have people over and you would lead us in worship. worship. And it was the most powerful times of our life. And we have not done that in years. I remember a few weeks ago you said, you know, I just don't feel called to sing anymore. That's just not my thing. And I said, yeah, you're right. (laughs) During this time, watching that, the Lord said it's time for him to get out his acoustic guitar. And just for y'all, just for your sake, listening I didn't hear that, Annette did. I did. I know, but I really. But what did you do? You went and got it. It's hanging I went on the got wall. My acoustic guitar out of. I put you, up actually one of my electric guitars in a case oh in gosh, the closet. I know that's a miracle. It's freaking me out. You pulled hung out, it up. Pulled out the acoustic guitar. You tuned tuned it, it up, which it was freakishly in tune. I hadn't because played the guitar. Because God in a is year. in this, Jimmy. <laughs> it was actually almost in tune, and then I picked it up. I started strumming it last night, and I thought, you know. It's time to sing again. It's it time to kind of revisit some of my yes, roots. Yes, it's your roots. That's what brought me to you. I mean, literally, when we were yeah, first... Yeah, I led worship that first time yes. we met. Yeah. And then while we were, when we were first married, you, we would have people over. Yeah. We would have a connect group. That's or how we started group. a church, River yes. of Life in Brownwood, Texas. And you we haven't done it in years. with young people. Yeah. I used to take groups of young people down to Mexico, down the Baja yes. side of Mexico. Yes down past um, Ensenada, down in this little village called Guerrero. We do these mission trips with students, and uh, half the trip was worship. We'd sit around in a circle and worship God. Yes. And uh, it was powerful, powerful times. I started a worship band at Which the was church. so amazing. It really was some amazing we, I was people. on that band. I was in that band, Matt which is crazy. Paddock, Joey Bullman. I mean, just it was amazing. Casey young men. and Chris. Matt and, Matt and Joey are both pastors now. Yes, and yeah. Casey and Chris are pastors. Casey and Chris are pastors. Um, and we would yeah. we would be asked to go to different events and be the actual worship. Oh yeah, leaders. we did. We did some stuff outside amazing. of that. Amazing, crazy, so amazing. We did youth and, camps. Yes. Yeah. And, and God told Led me this weekend, camps. I know it was him. I don't hear an audible voice, but I right. felt it in my heart. Yeah. But God said, it's time to revisit that. Yeah, you were very emotional when you I were telling me that. in tears because I know it was God because I had agreed with you a few weeks ago when you said, yeah, I'm just not yeah, really not, that. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm older now. I'm older really now. Sing. You know, other guys can sing. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And the Lord said, no, you're wrong. You still have a voice. And you know what? It doesn't matter what kind of voice we have. What does the, what does the psalm say? Think about it. Uh, I don't know. A clanging voice. It doesn't matter. Oh, oh. <laughs> think no, it says make a, joyful make a joyful noise. noise. Is that what Hello. you're saying? I'm making yeah. a joyful well, noise? Yeah, okay, kind of. I got but you. The thing is, is the, <laughs> the Bible talks about us worshiping with all of our heart and our mind and our soul and our giving everything to him. Love Why it. not? 
get your guitar back out and not just play lead guitar. I know. But that'll really always be my first worship. love. But I, I did. I pulled my guitar out. It's hanging on the wall now. Yes. And uh, it's on the wall of fame. So, you, I'm, so I'm giving you time to practice. No, to get I, was, ready. Yeah, I strummed a little bit this morning and last night, and it felt really good. See? Yeah, good. I'm going to lean back into it. I'm also looking at, I'm looking at pictures, by the way. While uh, we're I'm, doing this podcast. Yeah, I'm scanning Cause pictures. Because I can't see because you've got the computer. Right, sorry. Okay. But I'm scanning pictures that I took. I took oh, wait, I can see if I look you see it? there. Okay. So, this is one of Mercy Me. Uh, oh. It's, it's um, the two guitar players. Michael's one of them. And then, of course, the lead singer, um, Bart. Bart, Bart Millard, and up on the platform with Stephen Curtis Chapman. I know. That was and Robbie, special. Robbie, the other And you've gotten player. to be very good friends with Michael. We got Michael to spend time I, with Michael. Michael Schuzer is just, um, man, if he hears this podcast, he listens to our podcast. Michael, you're such a joy. I love your passionate His spirit. Energy. And when you're on the on the stage, I mean, it's not play acting, bro. It's just you it's being just you. Fun. It's you're it's, fun and it's you've having got fun energy. In the Lord. So he and I were texting each other during the award show <laughs> and they got group of the year. Yes, which was which was so they were totally huge. shocked. Because and, they think, uh, oh, we've been doing this for so almost he's 30 years. So text, we're texting each other. And I'm like, dude, you just got group of the year. Congratulations. And it's so cool. And I'm, But I'm watching, I'm looking at this picture I took of them uh, with acoustic guitars up Which on the platform with, with the king of Christian music. Stephen Curtis The undisputed Chapman. king, Stephen Curtis Chapman, who massive impact on my life. He has so much years. humility. Oh, oh my he's gosh. Had, he's had 50 50, not five. He's had 50 number one hits on the Christian music charts. Unbelievable. No one is ever, will ever probably touch that. No. And he's still doing it. He had a number one song this year. His Very 50th. good song. Oh, very good. So song. I just so appreciate Stephen, but also just Bart and Robbie and. And Michael, man, these guys are just, they're just down to earth. They're real guys. They don't have that celebrity thing on them at all. We were, we were Michael was looking for us after the show because it's mayhem. I mean, 4,000 people getting 4, out of the- 4,400 yeah, total. Getting out of the Grand Old Opry. We had to catch buses back to our hotel, shuttles. So it was kind of mayhem. And he wrote me, he goes, where are you? I'm like, dude, we're already in the parking lot about to get on the bus. He, he wanted goes, us to meet his I wife. I wanted you to meet Abby, my wife. And so we didn't get to meet Abby this time, but we will another time. But uh, Nashville's did, our second home. We'll be back. But we did get to catch up with Michael at the at the hotel where we're at. We stayed at the uh, Gaylord Opry. Opryland Gaylord, which is a cool place. It's kind of like Disney in a in a bubble. I had no it's idea. It was crazy, as but it was big cool. It, it was, was fun. Has its own splash park. Oh my gosh! Oh my it's gosh! Nuts. So we stayed there. But when they did this acoustic set and played, then we got to hang out, Michael and, and us, just after the show. So we just he's just, just fun to up. talk to. He's just just a good guy. And, He's and I so love down his heart. to earth. And yeah, I love his heart for he God. He has, I, I got to meet his son, remember? Yeah, he was yeah. the one taking us around when we went to the Mercy Me concert. And I, he is so sharp. What I thought was interesting is when Michael said he wanted his dad to take him to an auto show because he is into cars. Big time. And we were like, well, that's cool. And he goes, but it's in Poland. Poland? We're like, Poland? What? But his wife said, Detroit, yes. You know what? LA, yes. You need to create a memory. So go to Poland. Take him to Poland. So he's going, what, next week? I think it's in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Who does that? 
But anyway, congratulations to Mercy Me and the guys, the boys. I call them. I mean, I just love those guys and so appreciate I'm proud of them. I am too. I and feel like I a actually, dad. I love their music more now that I've gotten to know yeah. Michael and we got to meet all of, of the group and you're you're in this text chat with everybody. I appreciate them even more now yeah. than I did. That's the value of, of it's the value of, of relationship, relationship and it's the value of context. Yes. When you know where songs are birthed from, yes. it makes you appreciate the song even more. And I know those of you listening know that uh, just in your own experience. So, yeah, fantastic time there. I'm looking. Also, here's another bonus on the Nashville trip. All of that was freaking amazing. Then the next level of bonus is that we got to spend time with our kids, with, our kids, yes. with Mark and Alicia. Uh, Alicia's our oldest daughter. She and, lives out there. And Mark, they've been married Which now. Which keeps us how connected many, to how Nashville. How long have they been married? Two years this month. Two month. years they've been married. They're doing great. Got to see her grandson, Carter. For two seconds. Kind of. He's, he's, he's uh, 19 now. Is he 18, 19? He will be 19 in June. So he's all of 19, which means, hi, bye. How you doing? Great. See yeah, ya. We're you the know? old so guys. We're the old yeah. people. So yeah, whatever. I get. To, I was exactly the same way. They kept apologizing for Carter not like, wanting I'm to not hang offended. out with us. I'm like, oh, I was so Carter. <laughs> I was worse than that. No worries. We'll catch up with him in five years. So when life starts happening, when <laughs> right. real life hits, we'll catch up with him. Right. But uh, we had such a sweet time with Mark and Alicia. We are so blessed by our kids and i had to go with alicia to get her eyes examined <laughs> oh my god well, this is when you know you're getting older this is when i know when the doctor says it's time for bifocals for and I'm our like, daughter what my bifocals. daughter is gonna have bifocal She's okay 45. i was 45 and i was 45 when i had mine man i know How time flies when you're having fun yeah, so I'm. We're definitely old now. She's rocking the bifocals. Yeah, so, but they look good so on. We made her. our big trip to Costco in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. So yeah, here we are. It's funny. <laughs> we're getting old. Oh, uh, you know what though? You know what? Like a fine wine, though. I'm telling you. I know. You, that's I. The only thing I don't like about getting old is how I feel when I get out of bed in the exactly. morning and every bone in my body cracks and pops <laughs> from racing motocross and playing football. See, but I didn't do any of that, so I don't have all that, that, that you have. I, I enjoy this. The I think perspective gets gained as you as you get older. Perspective happens, right. and it can be such. It makes life joyful at this season. So, anyway, who are you texting? No, somebody's oh. texting me. I don't know who. Your it phone's is. blowing up. I know. I'm just making. Hey, sure we're doing that, a show here. Well, our daughter is on the road back from that's Oklahoma, true. so yeah, I have true. to check our Her youngest. youngest. Yeah, so she's on the road. I have to keep an eye. Oh, on her. I say. Oh, they're going to stop at Bucky's. Yay for that. Oh, ooh. <laughs> oh my we need gosh. to tell them to get us something. Oh my gosh, Bucky's! That is such a Texas thing. I guess it's Texas. I think it's everywhere. But so, what's next up? I think we we've got talked so about much. Everything. We're all over the map today. Um, oh, I mean, for one, connecting with Christy and her friend Cheryl, we already talked about that. Such a cool thing. Um, worship, got all that, man. Tina and Adam signed up to go to K-Love next year. This is going to be so cool. What they don't know, and I don't know if we've talked to them about it, but we're going to hear, they're going to hear this You'll first. Hear this when they we're having the dinner show. with them tonight, but I want them yeah. to hear this first. But they may have an opportunity for Adam to do the award for podcast. So Michael asked, he said, Hey, do you think that Adam would be interested? If do you think do you think Adam might be interested in actually presenting at the, the K Love Awards the award for podcasting? Because that, that's another one of the categories. I'm thinking 
That I don't might know if he's work. brought it up, but we're going to bring it up to him. He's hearing he's it now for the Michael's first time. Michael's out in the woods in we'll Montana doing tonight. some dude thing. So he's he's offline for now. So I don't even think they've chatted about that. So, yeah, we'll bring it up tonight. And uh, But that would be really cool having Adam the Podfather who invented Well, and they've already got their – they've already signed up for Caleb, so and they're so, already yeah, going. We're all going together next year, so we're going to have a blast. blast. I can't wait. Doing that. And, and also just seeing Adam get introduced to a lot of these people that – have no idea that he's the one who started podcasting. Exactly. The very fact that any of us do this. But they'll all, if believe me, because they're all in the music you. industry, <laughs> they're going to remember Adam. Well, the older ones, not the young ones. <laughs> they yeah. will remember, remember him MTV from MTV. in the 80s and 90s. Not yeah. um, Ann... Uh, oh, Ann Wilson. Wilson, not... She's 21. Rachel Lamp. They're not going to know. No, Rachel's a little... Yeah. She might not remember that. Yeah. I won't. I, don't know. I won't do it. No, she's not in her forties. Um. Anyway, moving right along. I don't Stephen want to do Curtis that. Curtis Chapman will oh, know. Oh, he'll <laughs> totally know who he is. So yeah. Um. And then another neat opportunity. I got to bring this up just to to boost my brother, um, Adam. He got invited to do a major, major. Um, uh, it's like MC, right? I mean, well, I thought it was just presenting an award for the Aspire. Is that oh, what you're talking maybe about? maybe it is, yeah. For I think pod- it's just presenting. No, 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 keynote speaker. Oh, okay. Keynote okay. speaker. Which he's we're going to talk about it tonight, so we'll know yeah, more we'll, next we'll connect week. with we'll him tonight. But he's been invited week. to be a keynote speaker at a Christian. It likes, it's the largest Christian podcasting conference gathering uh, Which we States. get to attend yeah, with Yeah, we're going to go with him. It'll be a great time. But he was invited and asked to be the keynote speaker, which is, which is so huge cool. Huge, because he just became a Christian. A year plus ago, a little bit over so a year ago. So now he gets it's to present cool. an award. I mean, that's I just amazing. It. I love what God's yeah. doing in Adam and yeah, his life. Yeah, it is it's awesome. Fun. It's a fun ride. But I said, y'all can't do anything Christian without Jimmy and I. Yeah, you it. need to talk to us. That's right. Yeah, we want to help. We also want to weed out. Well, and we're podcasters now. We're podcasters. We need to be in that. Oh no, we're going. It's going to be awesome. I'm I'm super excited. Maybe we'll about get that. an award someday. Who knows? So a couple of other things. You is, didn't say anything. No, no, no. <laughs> Did you say us getting an award? Oh my gosh! First of all, we love Fountain. By the way, I, I'm always going to promote Fountain. Fountain is amazing. They've been promoting us. They have been. They've been even, wonderful. I mean, These guys are great. It's been amazing. So Fountain is a great podcast platform. So I don't know what you listen to. You may be on Apple. You may be on Spotify, Amazon, whatever. There's a billion of them out there now, platforms. But I want to recommend Fountain. You should check it out because. What Fountain does is you actually earn Satoshis. You earn Bitcoin yes. just by listening. Exactly. Although mine's not been doing it lately. I need to reach out. Something's wrong. So I got a glitch. So I'll anyway, no Adam big deal. Not. They're working on all that. But it's a it's a great platform. You can listen to podcast, your favorite podcast on there. You earn Satoshis and then you can bless the podcast you're listening to. It's called Value, value for, for value. value. Again, another Which, Adam if Curry it's, thing. If, if this show is bringing value to you. Yeah. Then bring value to us. Yeah, I mean, that's because it. that's bless what it this forward. is about. Bless, bless it, forward. it forward. Now that's a good way to put and it. That's I what like I've that. been doing. I, I've been when people been give to us, we loading, give it to other people. Yeah, I've been loading my Bitcoin wallet and then blessing forward when I'm listening to a podcast. And if they're on a platform that supports it, I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage them by right, saying, exactly. "Thank you, great point. That added value to my life. I'm gonna add value to yours. So it's value for value. And that's the whole point of podcasts. We're wanting to bring value to your life. Exactly. The, it's not just about getting to know us. It's about what we can do to help you. That's right. To encourage to you. lift you. 
to live up in a down world. Exactly. So this is all about. Exactly. So going down our list, we have a list, Adam, that's for you. I know. <laughs> um, oh, what about the ceiling fan thing? I noticed there's a note on here about yes. a ceiling fan. Okay, two months ago, you told me. Wow, you really emphasized two months. It so much so you months. peaked the meter when I you I actually doing that. looked Sorry for it the distortion. up, and it was two months ago you said, wow. will you please order us a new ceiling fan for our porch because ours is broke because the wind... We had oh, a the wind horrible whacked, storm totally in it. Whacked. It's a back porch, outdoor up. ceiling fan. And you said, I need it to be here this weekend so I could put it up. You put it up finally Saturday, two months later. And the appropriate response is thank you. Oh, well, I did say thank you. <laughs> and I stayed out there <laughs> and got you. sunburned and for four hours watching you put it up. Oh, my gosh. But I enjoy the sun. Don't blame so. me for the sunburn. I know. But I was telling Tina, she goes, oh, I like that ceiling fan. I said, yeah, it took two <laughs> months. Only two to months. To get it up. But you finally got it up, and it looks good. And you know what? Our garage was not cleaned out fully because we had that ceiling fan in the garage. It has been bothering me because ever since we purged and cleaned everything out, our garage has been perfect until two months ago. So let's talk about today. Okay. What's Walk today? out in the garage. It, everything absolutely is gone. spotless. I'm Everything's so glad. Everything's gone. Finally. Okay. Finally, you got to it. Because you're so busy. I know. <laughs> you're so... Moving right along. Yes. All right. So what was the next thing? Okay. Click. Uh, check. <laughs> Ceiling fan. Me. Okay. Got it. Um, I do want to share this. This is something that's been powerful. And it's, the, it's really the power of community. Mm-hmm. And it's bouncing off of experience at the K-Love Awards, but also bouncing off of yesterday. So this is Monday when we're recording. We This is our Sabbath. We, we take this day to really chill. Um, I don't see this as work is what we're doing right now. We're just sharing our life with you. But yesterday, I, I almost lost it several times in the pulpit, crying, looking out over our church family. So we missed a week at church. I had Bill Loveless step up to the plate, did a great job, fabulous job for me. But it's, I have to be honest, it's so weird. It's hard for you to be gone. It's weird to miss a Sunday at our church. Not mm-hmm. because I'm wanting to be in control or be the man. It's just I love our you church. You love what you do. I love our church family. Mm-hmm. They're, they're our family. It felt like we were gone for a month. It did. It was bizarre. I didn't like it. <laughs> it's a weird feeling. So yesterday, walking back in the door, I'm giddy. I'm hugging everybody. They're like, man, Jimmy's excited. What's going on? It's because I love them and I mm-hmm. miss them. Mm-hmm. I was visiting with with JB. Uh, Rieger. Oh, I love, I love them. JB. There's, and, and Martha. They're and Debbie. Preci- Debbie. Debbie. Debbie Rieger. They're the most precious they people. They really are. And uh, Always come in with a huge smile, Debbie Full does. of life and a hug, yes. always. Yes. I was like, I missed you guys. And he said, yeah, we've been out too. They've been traveling, trying to see family. It's that time of year, right? Everybody kind of hits the road. So they've been out. And we were just talking about that before one the first service, about how much we love our, our family. Our, our church family is family. It is. And it's not just spiritual family. I was late family. coming into church because I was sitting down. I wondered with, where you were. I, I played lead guitar yesterday. I was sitting down in the couch I'm up talking. there jamming going, this is when you should be looking at me and smiling. Going, that was an awesome lick you just I played. I was too busy fellowshipping <laughs> with like, people. Where's my wife? Where's my support? It was funny. So anyway, where's Sorry. my one fan? <laughs> Your one fan. But yeah, so I played on the worship team yesterday and just... 
it's it's the best seat in the house. I always say this. Yeah. It's the best seat in the house because I get to watch people worship. But God. it's hard too because you get to watch you watch people that just stand there with oh, their I just hands ignore folded. That. I just totally look past that. That's hard. But because too, we don't know what they're going through. Exactly. There are there are people who feel like they're unworthy to worship. That's true. Even though they're there, even though they might like the song, even though it might actually possibly be in their range for a dude. They're they're hurting, yeah, and they're feeling unworthy. That would be hard for me. Men, I have so much empathy in my yeah in my character that yeah. it would be hard for me to watch. And I would be like, I would want to get down and go down and go, just just I'll let say, it go. Let me put it this let way: it, it used to bother me years ago. Now I look out and I have compassion. Yeah, that's I'm like, true. There are reasons why someone doesn't feel like they're worthy to worship, and That's it breaks true. my heart for them. Because, Shame because they're past. already worthy in God's eyes. Right? He's not looking at them. And you can say it every week, but it's still—it's got to be a revelation to them. Someday at some point. it'll register. Right? That's my prayer for them. Exactly. And so, yeah. So yesterday was beautiful, being back in church and preaching on community, which I did—the power of community, connections, protection. And it was so, it was joyful for me to be mm-hmm. with the family of God, and so so thankful. We pastor a church called Bridge Church. If you're new to the podcast, and it is our joy to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like anything you do in life, you're going to take hits. Stuff happens. Not everybody thinks you're amazing. Some people think you suck, and so oh, wow. they do. They they do, and then they leave the church, and you know whatever. Or they stay, or they stay, and they're and mad. Like, you know, like hey, what to go? Yeah, take off. See ya. But but that's just life. That's yeah. in any job, in any profession. Anybody, so it's not just anybody that's in leadership is going to go through that. It's because we bring our brokenness, our collective exactly. brokenness, together, and sometimes mm-hmm. we operate out of that mm-hmm. instead of the spirit. Right. And so yeah. So anyway, yesterday was great. I loved being back. You with did our a one-off family. message instead I did. of sticking. Called an audible. It was still no perfect people allowed. It was. It just it always wasn't will be. using. Um, an Old Testament person, right. not yeah. character, old, yeah. uh, t- person. Uh, you were actually just talking about all of us in general. It was, well, really I was talking good. about out of the book of Acts. It yes. says that right after Peter preached the first gospel message that was ever preached after the, the church, after the coming of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter two, there was a result from that, mm-hmm. and the result is that they gave themselves to the apostles' teaching to uh, fellowship, to breaking, breaking bread, bread together. And prayer. And prayer. And so these mm-hmm. four devotions. It Which says is they what we do in church. Themselves. They gave themselves to it. Mm-hmm. And I just, it was kind of just a reminder to the body, we need to give ourselves to these four devotions. Mm-hmm. These are the things we devote ourselves to. And so it was that. And it was also a celebration for me of, of we're back. We had a great time. But I also want to celebrate what we have here right, as a church right. family, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you'd ever want to listen to our our watch, you can we video our services. You can watch our worship. You can watch our the messages, and uh, so you can find that at bridgefbg.com. Uh, and you go right down the front page and scroll down, and you'll find all of that. So, bridge. Well, I was proud of you because you said you called an audible, and you explained what an audible is, which well, people who player. don't know football don't understand that, but people who know football understand. But I appreciate that because what you were, in essence, saying is I was being led by the Holy Spirit yeah. to go a different direction today. I can't tell you what I'll do next I was week. Very confident. That God it was may the Holy change Spirit. everything yeah. because you're willing to let go of something to go with what God wants you to do. And I think that's Thank really you. important 
because too many pastors, and we have in the past, have felt like we have to stay with the mm, course, right? That um, because you know that's what we plan, we, run yes. the play, so but to speak. Things happen. Think about what happened with COVID. We, you had to make a total shift. Every week, everybody was did. At that point, so you have to always, every week, be willing to hear the Holy Spirit and say, "God, what do you want mm-hmm. me to say to the body from you?" Yeah, and then go with that. And That's I right. love that you let the church know. You know what? I was going this way, but God called an audible. I've got to go this way. Thank you. It's good for them to know that you're listening to God because they want to know their pastor is hearing from God. Yeah. To give them a message, whether they receive it or not is up to them. <laughs> right. But to me, that's important, and, and that's I think a, you did well. That's the thank you. I really appreciate that. I love you so much. I love you more. Oh, I love you more. Now. Wait. Okay. Okay. Stop. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we digress. <laughs> we go back to being thirty. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we love each other very much. Yes, and, we do. Um, so. And I trust you, and I appreciate. I thank you. The Holy Spirit in you, guiding you. I know the Holy Spirit guides you and leads you. Thank you. Thank you for trusting me in that because, you know, sometimes after being married for 30 years, some spouses don't trust each other. Well, I trust you 100%. Well, I, trust I trust the Holy Spirit in you because I pray for you. I trust you so more. I know the I know prayer works. It does. I do. It does. And and God's good. And sure enough, there was confirmation you know, yes. from, from the congregation of people saying, gosh, that is exactly what One I of the mean. things that happened in the church I have mm-hmm. to share before, okay. we, before we end, I know we're yeah, getting Yeah, time close. to land the plane. I had, well, many weeks ago, I had this desire. I told, I told mm. Jimmy and I told our staff that I felt like the Lord said we need to do a widow and widower's dinner. Because we've had so many, so many funerals in the last few months. And I don't ever want anyone to feel alone and forgotten. Yeah, or unseen or or unheard. Yes. Yes. And so um, I bring it up to Jimmy and I say, you know, I feel like we're supposed to do this dinner for widows and widowers. And you didn't say, what? You said, if God told you that, then we've got to do it. We brought it up to our staff. One of our staff members wanted to take it a little bit further and add, add divorcees, which is great. We'll do that. Was, we'll do that another this time. This was not well. the time. I, I, I actually said okay, and then I stepped away and said, you know, that's not what the Lord told me. I'm glad you stuck to your guns. And I did because we've had that happen before, and that does not derail the vision. It derailed the vision. Not that I don't want to do divorcees. I want to do a separate one right. for them. I think that's really important. Totally with because you. Because widowers would say they don't get it. Yeah, it's different. You but divorcees would say, no, it feels like that, but they don't get that. Right. So I feel very strongly about it. So I brought it up to staff. They agreed. We sent out personal invitations. We put a slide out. We, we have approximately 20-something people in our church that are widowers and widows, which I did right. not know until we did some investigation. We I had know. 15 sign up. Yeah. That is huge to me. I hope they all show up. We're doing this tomorrow so tell them night. what we're doing because this is, I'm super we're, excited about Oh, this. my gosh. We we have some people that cater our meals that are going to be catering a meal. so good. Our oh, staff is going to serve them. We're each going to sit at the tables with them. Um. And we are going to serve them, and then we're going to allow them to share their stories because everybody needs an opportunity to share their stories and be able to tell what they feel, what's been going on. 
um, how this affected their life. I am so stoked. Yesterday, I did not know this. I did not know why God put this on my heart other than the fact that we've been doing many funerals. But I'm telling you, yesterday, a woman came up to me who said, I know why you're doing this. Mm. You're doing this for me. And I said, what? I did not know she was one of the widowers. I didn't remember her name on there because I was trying to, I don't want to concentrate on who they are. Right. Because it's about, you know, what they've been through. And I I just, I didn't, and I didn't know her story. And she came up to me after the service and she said, Annette, I am so excited that you're doing this, and I've never shared this with anyone, not even my closest relatives who she lives next door to. Wow. And she said, I have never told anyone this, but when my husband passed away seven years ago, and she was at a different church, no one contacted me afterwards. Wow. I've had no contact, wow. nothing. Wow. My heart, I just began to weep. Mm. And I began, oh, the Lord showed me reason why I was doing this was for her and then if it's for her then it's there's many out there who feel the same way yes and she said thank you for thinking of me because it didn't happen in our church it happened somewhere else but I told her I said God wants to bring you healing and the way he's going to do it is through us doing this dinner for you to show you that you matter that beautiful we know you're here yes you you're you're uh, uh, you're seen. You're seen. We That's see the you. biggest thing. We see you. We, we see know you. Now that we know Heard. these people that are coming, they will be seen even more. Yeah. And we want to elevate you and show you that you're honored, that God sees your pain. And, and isn't that you. what everybody longs for? Maslow, of course, in college, we learned about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Number one is belonging. Yes. But really, if you translate that into, into what it really means is yes. we all want to be seen. Yes. Isn't that what, if you look at social media, it's all about, I want to make an impact. Oh, I need more totally. likes. I want to be fo- more, more followers. I yes. want more friends. I want more whatever. Yes. And it's all about being seen. Yes. People are desperate to be seen. They're crying out. That starts in adolescence it when does. you're in junior high and you're all dressing alike so you want because you don't want to be oh, like everybody else. Yes. So you all dress alike because <laughs> right. you want to be seen, right? Exactly. But it, but that translates all through our life. And yes. that never goes away because it is a truly basic human need. Mm-hmm. And and the I think the greatest thing we can help others find is that not only are they seen by us, they're, they're seen, seen, by, seen God. by God. Yes, He sees you. He feels your pain. He catches oh. every tear. And you know, we have been in ministry together thirty years. Mm-hmm. Of, thirty, wow. almost thirty-nine for you total. Right. I've we've never done this. We've never had a, a not dinner specifically specifically. For widows. But the I Lord, I, when He put it on my heart, I thought it was because we've had all these funerals. Yeah. When she came to me yesterday, it was not. Be, I said. Yeah. I, I turned to her. I said, Linda, this is for you. God did this for you to heal your heart mm-hmm. so that you Beautiful. can go on because she's never even told her Beautiful. own family. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. I, I left. I, can't I, wait. I mean, I literally, I felt like I was walking on air. I was just like, Lord. Can't wait. I'm living for I'm, tomorrow night. I am too. I'm, I mean, I'm so excited about having dinner with Tina and Adam tonight. And I get they're to our sit best with friends. a table. I get but, to be at a table with and, these precious and people. one of the gentlemen 
that I talked to when I told him I, I, God put this on my heart. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to share about yeah, why. Yeah, he wants to tell a story. And it's powerful. Oh, it, I'm not going to share it now. I'll wait till afterwards because yeah, I want to make sure intense. he's okay with it's it. It's intense. It's yeah. intense. I mean, like, and I was like, shocking. He just developed the whole program. Okay, well, now if you share your story, maybe, maybe somebody that will else. Open, and that's what he said. We're I want to open it up to where other people will want to share their story. Okay, this is probably the most exciting thing, even though there's only 15. I can't tell you're excited at all. I'm more excited about this than anything besides the K-Love Awards, obviously, because that that was a travel trip. (laughs) But just in our church, doing something that elevates and helps people feel loved. And it's falling into what Jesus said. You know, you're truly blessed in in, in true religion, he said. This is powerful. True religion is ministering to and loving widows and yes, orphans. Yes, that's what the Bible says. I tell you, I, I've really I've seen a correlation between orphans and divorcees. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you've been left by someone, yes. abandoned and rejected, yes. you are an orphan. Exactly. Very real. So that's the next one. So that's we're going to do We will this, do one just for divorces. Then we're going to do one for divorces. Because you, know, you and I can relate to that. Oh my gosh. Hugely. Oh, that, I can't relate to the widows. The level of rejection is almost unbearable. Yes. Yes. Uh, when you're the one who's on the on the receiving well, side of and, that. And it's and you talked about it. You said this on Saturday, and then Linda reiterated this. She said, which I was surprised because you said this is not a club you want to belong to. Yeah. Is the yeah. is the you don't widow sign up for this. you don't sign up for that there's a lot of clubs we sign sign up up for the orphan club either but not the widow club and um and that's what she said we've had an unusual even in our own church and i'm sure this goes for most churches or many churches especially churches that have a a a broad spectrum of ages We, we have a broad spectrum um there's a lot of parents Who've lost children? Yes, it, it's shocking. I almost think we need to do another one for I'm that one. I'm thinking the Which, same thing. You know thing. what? I think I think this God's matters. in that. This it matters. matters. I think whatever matters to God should matter to yeah. us, and we should do something. Yeah. And why not? Let's just yeah. let this year be the year of let's show people loving them well. who have certain circumstances that they did not Absolutely. sign up for. Show them that they matter. I'm all in, and that we're in. There you yeah. go. You just I'm got all our, in. our. I'm all in. Next one is divorcee. Next one is people who've lost children. Yeah, and it, whether it's it five a, or fifty, exactly, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's it's no. how can we, how can we let you know that we see you exactly, and that we hear you. Yes, and we may not have experienced exactly what you've gone through because mm-hmm. we've experienced some of this, mm-hmm. but not all of it. But it um, shows we care as we a church. Care. Not and we're listening. Not just we to support hear your group. story. Because a lot of these people go to support groups. Yeah. But what about a church that says we care too? Mm-hmm. What? I know. There you go. It's you the body just, of Christ being the body. I believe that's a God being thing. the church is the way I say it. Exactly. The church being the church. Exactly. Loving people. And well. you know what? Big churches can do big things, but you know what? Small churches can too. And we're a small uh, church. We're actually a big church in a small a community, but we're a people. small church, yeah. In essence, and and you know what? Yeah, let's let's just show the love let's of love God our to people. people. Well, you yes. know, what? if we do nothing else in this mm-hmm. next year, 
Let's be known for loving people well. Exactly. I think that is our motto this year. Loving people well. Yes. Mm. There you go. Woo! I love that. Shock and awe. I got to tell you, this has been so much fun. One of my favorites, I think. Here we go. Hey, we love you guys. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support, your encouragement. You guys are rock stars in our eyes. We want to love you well. We want you to know you're seen and heard. Thank you so much for um, the things you've written in, the notes, the text, the questions, we're all Keep in with coming. you. Keep, Keep them coming. coming. We love you. Have an amazing week on purpose.